Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. CN Track. Welcome to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Yeah, welcome to the Friday form panel. A great pleasure to have you with us on a Friday afternoon. There's only one problem as we welcome in Nikita Ross, uh, the man whose name is on the front of the uh, the show here, yet to arrive. So Jason no. Bonington uh, not here at the moment, but hopefully, Skeet, he'll be here very soon. He is, JD. Um, good to have you here with me, obviously. But, um, you know, we, we know Bon. We know his style. He yeah. usually rolls in with about 20 seconds to go. But yeah, this is uncharacteristic for him. I, I did say I have slight concerns, slight concerns this morning that um, he may have may have overslept. I believe well, it was the, the Christmas party yeah. last night. And uh, Bon did make an appearance, which we thought was going to be, be the case. So... Um, potentially the, the alarm hasn't gone off. I'm, I'm just picturing this in my head that the phone's gone dead. The alarm hasn't gone off and he's probably snoozing his way through Friday form panel, but, um, or he's still going. Well, that could be a possibility. That could be a possibility as well. Possibility. So, anyway, we have. uh, I've shot him a text, but I'm not hopeful that he will receive that. (laughs) But um, anyway, we will push on and um, make our way through the uh, through the card at Melton. I do hear a knock at the door, so potentially that even. You you have a look at that, and I'll get the door. (laughs) Okay. It's um, well before we get to the Melton program, we've obviously had uh, a big week in harness racing with the Inter Dominion heats still happening, and uh, we saw heats from Bathurst over the shorter trip of seventeen twenty during the week, and uh, it was fantastic racing, some frenetic times. It was uh, it was all really really good racing, and the man the man has turned up. Better He's late arrived. than never, I, I like to say. He hasn't got a laptop. The laptop's uh, MIA. He's got a very puzzled look on his face as well. Yeah, I thought Hello. I just made it. Hello, Jason. Uh, amazing scenes in my place, by the way. Really? Why is that? You can't hear anything again, can you? No, I can't. <laughs> no, we're not going to do this again, again are we? Because the kid put this up on socials last time. I now, I've not. put the right cans on here. Right, okay. Haven't I? I don't know. Have you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can oh. you hear us? No. Can't. You can't? No. Why can't I hear you? That's Doesn't weird. Matter. That's weird. Uh, amazing <laughs> scenes in my place. <laughs> I actually thought I'd made it on time. Well, no. What are you going to hand me your kids? A couple of minutes No, I was just going to say, do you want to delve a little further into that? Tell us. No, no. I I, I rolled over and I thought, uh, you know, when you're going through those dreams and and then Desi G came in to me and said, you sure you shouldn't be working? I'm like, man, no, it's okay. I've rolled over. It's like, it's 8.40. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, what are you doing? Just get the hell out of here. She goes, it's 10.22. And then I said, well, I better get up. Uh, but, uh, well, I was just saying, oh, yeah, um, okay. I was okay. just padding a little bit and saying that the Inter Dominion heats were great. Um, JD's turned the volume up this week so Bon can hear. So I love he, he was very gentle with it too. You should have seen him. He just used the he just used three fingers and he just goes, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. We're in. Uh, what else did you have to say, Skeeter? What, no, what? well, that's pretty much where. And then you rolled in um, when I started, just saying it was great racing that we had uh, from Bathurst, and looking forward to the heats again this Sunday. But we are focusing on on Melton as part of the um, the form panel today. We certainly are, and we've got nine races to get through. Which um, you know, to be honest, from a form analyst perspective, is a nice thing. Sometimes I sometimes you look and you think, I, you know, we all want eleven, twelve races, uh, so we've got more to bet on. But to be honest, nine races was just perfect this week. So got through the nine races, and I reckon I messaged you actually during the week, Skeeter, and said. We're finally going to disagree. If we actually agree now, if we agree, if every time I've gone rogue, you've gone rogue with me, well, that's it. That's the end of it. That means we're going to go rogue every single time together. Every time we go off-road or go into a dirt track, it's going to be together because I've uh, I've taken some twists and turns with this program. Have you – here's a question. Have you – is there any chance that we're actually going to take these similar twists and turns or have you uh- – do you feel you've taken a relatively traditional route? Yeah, I think probably relatively traditional. How you yeah. and I would usually see it is the way I've gone. I haven't had a look at your selections. I've had a look at your your prices, obviously, that have popped up. So, um, just going off your oh, prices, you I think. Well, they're there, smack bang, okay. when you open harness.org. So there's no missing them. But um, so I don't know who you're going to say. But just going off your prices, I think, I think there could be um, a little bit and. 
Also, I don't, you probably, you were obviously out and about last night, so you haven't had a chance, I'm guessing, to have a look at the early markets. Because if you had, I I reckon you might have tweeted a few overs. I think there are some overs compared to what you have marked horses. But do you agree with the overs? Uh, I've had a couple of small early bets, yes. Have you really? Yep. When I got home last night and thought, oh, I haven't had a look at the early markets. and um, Races two and four were available, of course, early in the week, but there's been plenty more. Yep. Now... I haven't seen race one, but uh, is the horse that I've potentially tipped on, t- on top on in race one significant overs? I don't know who you've tipped on. The pirate top. horse? Uh, I think he may have been 750. Oh, come on. I think. I was hoping like 14, 16, 20. Well, the horse, that, the horse that I've um, tipped on top, do we, do we make a start? Okay, okay, let's go. Let's go. Race one of the program. <laughs> um, look, I, I don't think there's uh, not. There's not stacks of leaders in the front row. So I thought Gillaby Fernando could potentially get across here and find the top. He has good gate speed, likes to lead. So Halver is the interesting, interesting runner um, and has come up a, a very short price favourite. I think $1.75 Halver. So um, very nice horse, but was a fraction disappointing last time. It takes on the older horses here. So I'd be happy to risk it probably at that price. Um, so what is racing in, in really good form. I thought she was excellent on the weekend. Should get a pretty good run through on, on the back of Halliver and we've seen her come from making that one run. So she can do it. And, uh, she was $16 and maybe three fifty. So I thought that was excellent. Each way value. That is the way that I would be going ahead of Halliver who, um, for all the reasons I mentioned can absolutely win the race, but is a very short price. Still be Fernando. I, I think can be in front and, He'll be in front for a for a long way, and how confident are you that it will lead? Uh, I didn't have it in front. Not not that confident. Okay. Not that confident. However, may be the leader, and yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting. I wanted something from you then, Skeeter, and you no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. No. Okay. Um, and a rocket at the park, I think, draws to to get a soft trip on the pegs. Um, may be able to get start past Stingray Tara, who, you know, again, Stingray Tara could come out and win this race from the nice trip, but I've given him so many chances and he's disappointed me and, and I think the recent trial didn't do enough to suggest that he just comes out and win the, wins this. So would need to turn his form around, but do take your point. I did, uh, didn't mind the, the trial of ARG either. So, um, I probably just wanted to, to see him run this time first up. Um, but take your point that he could definitely win the race. Uh, nine, two, five, eight, nine, two, five and eight for you. I am going, uh, with Arg on top and I'll tell you why. So I wrote in the form comment, we've also the billboards and the warnings, you know, uh, horses first up from a break, uh, at metropolitan level, you can't back them, but Arg is a bit of a different case. I reckon. And you, you know what? I had something in the back of my mind. I do this a bit these days where you go back with horses. I mean, I don't know how meaningful it is, but you go back and you, check their first up record, you know, you go, you try and find out how do they, okay, three months off, two months off, six weeks off. Well, ARG has always gone really well first up from a break. So if you include the debut, he's had six starts fresh for two wins and four silver medals, and he went 153.7. It's another thing I do. I look, honestly, I waste, I waste some serious time sometimes <laughs> in the form, but I go back when they short course and get a vibe about what I think they could probably run the mile in and Arg can run it faster than anything else here. Like on established performance, what he's done, however might come out here and blow them away. And like I, like I say, in the form comment, I said, when I picked up the form guide, I looked at Halliver and went, Oh, okay. It's a procession. You'll lead, you'll win. I still do think he'll probably lead. I take your point. I think that Dilby Fernando's a chance of getting across. Stingray Tara might kick up and want to hold it for a while. So, this is what I'm hoping because I think if they go quickly enough early on, then Arg can sort of get a nice suck run through, and he is a good horse. And I reckon he, I reckon he can probably go first off from a break, high 153s here, and that could be good enough to win the race. So I was sneakily hoping for something better than seven dollars, even though I've marked him 350. It sounds funny. He's double the price that I've marked him, but I was hoping they'd completely just lose him in the maelstrom. So seven dollars is good without being spectacular. Um dollar sixty five for Halliver with Cab. Yeah, but I get but I kind of you would have read that. When you picked up the guide, you would have read like, okay, yeah. probably gonna be short. Yeah, yep. I knew I knew that I'm interested to see because I haven't seen the prices. Uh 
what a couple of others are because you pick up the guide sometimes and you go, okay, you're going to make this one short. I can't have Halliver at $1.65. I mean, had every conceivable last start. He's a really nice horse, but I feel like he's he's moving through the grades, isn't he? He's moving through what he can and can't do. Maybe they went a little bit too slow. Maybe John went a little bit too slow last time and he gave Knights Templar a shot at him. Uh, but still, you look at and say... Okay, I certainly couldn't take a dollar sixty-five. So what? Again, for the second week running, uh, might be the best bet in the race. To be honest, on a one by three basis, fifteen dollars and two ninety. Like you just, she just went enormous last start. She gets a run through behind Helliver early here, and the run she sustained twenty-seven-seven last quarter. I think she took off about six hundred and fifty from home last start, and uh, she kept charging. And much to my chagrin. Yesterday when we spoke to Lance Justice, he said, I think if I'd given a little bit more, we might have won the race. I'm like, I backed I backed it, Lance. <laughs> Next time, give it a bit more. Uh, but, Was he uh, confident? He wasn't mad confident, but she's going great. Ba- yeah. ba- basically confirmed what we already knew. And Stingray Tara, um, trolls haven't indicated anything special, but that's the perfect run for Stingray Tara behind the leader. You'd think if Halliver does lead... Probably ends up behind the leader regardless, even if Jilly Bufidando leads. I don't think they'll both get across Stingray Tara. So uh, my numbers in the first race in the program are 10, 2, 9, and 1. And I'd advise a straight out, well, actually, each way bets on both numbers 10 and 9. Let's go for a break. Come back very soon. We'll talk about the pool game between... JD and I last night. He'd be I very didn't want to mention it. Well, he, he, well, I did actually. He, he did win. I mean, I. What? I, I mean, he's been talking. Remember, he's been Hang talking on. about it for a we've, long time. We've been going for how many minutes? Well, look, thirteen I was, minutes. I was going to. This hasn't got a mention. The table, the table I, was slanted. I was going to win. The table was literally. And then a, I thought, look, the let's table see if, was on like a sixty-seven degree angle. Let's see if he's man enough to bring it up himself. He's Am been I talking man about it for months. Oh. For months. You're very lucky. You got a glass thing between us right now. Am I man enough? Let's go for a break here on the Friday form panel. We'll come back. Talk about race two, and I want to take on both of the big guns whilst tipping them first and second. I'm all set to buy a new car. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Should probably turn your mic on, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Jase. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I've Hang on. Yeah. Ten... Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And so it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I go. Well, no, it goes back into it goes back into play. Hang on, hang on. That was <laughs> that goes was back me. into play after ten seconds. Yeah. That was scary. The countdown was over. Uh, I don't Just know. continue I don't, having I don't know your hash brown over there. One zero. Here's a guarantee for you. I will hey, win. I, sorry, just, I will win this. Because we are on rate. Well, I didn't like that. I didn't, didn't, like, I didn't like what you just did. I mean, you're, you're better than that. What? You got counted, no, timed you, out, I mean, and then I got the question When I say right. my name first, like I at least get an opportunity to answer. I mean, you, you got ca- 25 you came seconds. At the, end, at the end of the 10. I, 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 mean, I waited for the 10. you want to be that person, Skeeter? <laughs> I waited for the 10 to expire, oh. and then. She did. Thanks, JD. To be fair. Um, now, Bond, no, Bond's happy. Bond's, Bond's, Bond's found a hash him. brown and a McMuffin along the way somewhere. It's probably someone's that he's, he's nah, pitched they, in the ad break. They did buy them for us okay. this morning. Well, that was nice. very generous. Yeah, so. Christmas party, um, so, yeah. Christmas yeah. party, three votes. Who who got BOG? I'm, uh, I'll go first. Uh, I am giving three votes to Andrew Bensley. Oh, he was good, wasn't he? He was really good, wasn't he? You know, he, he, got, he got a hotel room. Nearby, just so he didn't have to go back to Melton, all the way back to Melton. Smart, yep. yeah. And he he had a he had a red hot crack. He was still trying to throw the a ping pong yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. At the end, we all got beer pong we all got in trouble. Mm. Yeah, he was there right till stumps. I think Mandy down from downstairs. Well, there's stumps, there's stumps, but yes. yeah. Well, that's yeah. Mm. Uh, Mandy from downstairs. She's she's always right right there when the Mandy, Mandy. when, when two it votes happens. For Mandy. Yeah, two votes for Mandy. Uh, I'll give Bonners a vote because he did roll in late and he was he was exceptional. Yeah, exceptional. But I, I mean, I'll give myself and you one vote each. I tell you what, I tell you what, I because I, I was pretty good. You, no, you were very good, and and you know what, you know what was lovely. JD, JD got a bit like lovely, matey, and emotional. Not you really. Know, oh, 
Bonner, I, I, I love you, Bonner. You're a champion for ten. Like you're a legend. Um, I do. And, I, and I'll tell you what. One thing I can do, you'd have to admit, is make an entrance. Yeah, well, he rolled in. Like, 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 like short of twirling fire and doing, you, and, and, and doing like cartwheels, I, 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 I genuinely come in as though you a leaper or an out and of walking to the, yeah. into the party. There's, there's, bunch, there's a bunch of people who don't, don't know who I am, and I'm like... Can I give a, can I give a special shout-out as well to David Taggart? Didn't want to be there in the first place. RSVP'd no, was forced to go. And literally at one point, he and I had commanded the room room when we were playing still tell, Still telling wonderful... I mean, stories that yeah. people have heard on SEN track, but still so, telling some wonderful yarns. So I beat you at pool, but he beat me at pool. And that had we had 50 people standing around watching our game. And the only reason he beat me was because a ricochet of one of my balls hit the black ball in. Race two at uh, Tabcorp <laughs> Park, Melton, uh, tomorrow night. But I beat you, Bomb. You did? I was... You were off. I was. Race two at Melton tomorrow night is for the Mayors. And I tell you what... It's a weird situation here. I asked this question as part of the burning questions. Uh, Spellbound and Margita. Spellbound, I've got a really big, really big question marks over. Margita should be favourite here, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, Spellbound, I don't know what she's now. She was $1.70. I'll check what she's right now, but she was very, very short. It was like, to my mind, ridiculous because $1.85 now against two twenty five. Oregon Margita should be favourite, and I'm not sure that it's a two-horse race, to be honest, because you sort of look at the field again. It's a little bit like race one. You pick it up and you go, yeah, okay, hell of a really nice horse, probably wins, move on. Race two, you think, oh, Spellbound and Majida, they've got plenty of class on the rest of them. It'll be between them. But Majida did have to wait a long time to get her turn. She was really impressive in that British Crown Championship for the four-year-old Mares. And she won, and it was a fast time, but it was a beautiful trip she got in behind the stable mate, Techie's Angel. Spellbound... I just don't – my profile of Spellbound on Australian soil is she can deteriorate a little bit as a, a preparation goes on. I don't know that she backs up spectacularly well. She had a hard run last start. I don't think you want to use her at the start. $1.85, no way for me. Yeah, no thanks for me either. I've, but I, I do have more confidence in Marjita um, because she's just a, such a class mare and I've just – you know, I've always had a soft spot for her and she's just so consistent. And I, I think her runs this prep haven't been poor. She just hasn't had a stack go her way. So I could um, I, I could make excuses why she hasn't won more races this preparation. Yes, she got a lovely trip last time, but um, she was still able to get it done. So I just think she is the class horse. And given that Spellbound was a bit disappointing last week, um, that just makes me more so confident with Majida. So despite the, the second row draw, um, I think she she's able to to probably make a move and, and get it done. Spellbound in for second. Uh, the Pantheist has been in really good form um, this preparation. I think she's definitely Three gone. the last couple have been... Uh, I, reckon she's, I reckon even she's on the decline a little bit. Yeah, last I, I know she said that on Burning Questions, but she was three back pegs last time and, you know, was only beaten 13 metres in strong races. She's been racing in strong races. She was only beaten 15 metres the time before. And, yeah, so I, I think she's she's going well. I think she's definitely going better this campaign than what she has prior. I know she's Do you reckon – so So four starts back she led and beat Marjita. Yep. Is she going as well as that now? Well, potentially not. Okay. Potentially not. But she's still – I'm talking about her preparation as a whole. Yeah, I think yeah. Has been has yeah. been really good. So – Look, she, she goes in for second, uh, sorry, third. And then I think it's it's a bit of a raffle, but I've gone Belladonna Girl. Um, just come back to that amazing performance to beat Techie's Angel. Sorry, Bon. <laughs> um, and she led and was Good ran down story, last time. But look, she's still, she's still racing well. So eight, seven, six, and four. Um, my numbers are eight, seven, three, and four. I've got the Pantheist in for fifth. I'm actually hoping the Pantheist does run cover here. So... Belladonna Girl might be able to get across them here and would probably be looking to hand up something I would have thought after being a little bit disappointing. I mean, you, I think you said on the, in retrospective on Monday, probably better following your helmet. And I'm hoping it might be the Pantheist because I don't think the Pantheist is going as well as she was. You're, you're on fire, JD. <laughs> I mean, I was I was forty five seconds late to the studio, but that hard out came in. Yeah, red hot, just a bit slow. Today. Honestly, so I feel hey, I feel like I, I feel like I've been something what, by a train. What did I say to you last night? I said, I said if I stay out with you, you got to be nice to me today because I'll be a bit slow. It's true.
<laughs> I am. I'll talk more about this, but I'm going eight, seven, three, and four. But amazingly, Richo, who's a great man downstairs for Rainmaker, he just grabbed me. He goes, "Who's that also won the other day at the big odds? Who's the one?" And I said, "It was a Belladonna Gill." And then he just kept going, "Belladonna Gill." Belladonna Gill, I'm like, stop it, Richo. I had the other one. I declare, what do you, what do you mean? Belladonna Gill, I had the other one. We'll be back soon. Listen to the Friday form panel on SEN track. Live around Australia on SEN track. Welcome to the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Everybody loves the things you do. Trying to think which one it is. I've stumped him with with this one. I knew straight away who it was, but I just can't think the this is my favorite song of this person's. Countdown. Ten, nine, eight. Eight no 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 no, could you do it quietly in your head, Tom Dugger? No, no, no. You're getting in my head. I, oh, but, can, can no, I hold on. No. L- l- let me think through the song, okay? <laughs> nah. All right. Bye uh, bye. No, I know the song. Oh, no. I oh, know. You, you can play it. I know it. You know the name of yeah. it? No. Oh, you look like a movie. Can I go again? No. Well, Ski, you got a free go at it. I get to listen to the song I... and then. <laughs> he's on the rules. He's, he's not happy. Loses again, pull first. When yes. we were young. Yep, thanks. I, I'm definitely going to win this. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I'm. Be, I've done I'm nothing outside of this. This is my favourite song of hers, it's apart a, from the new one. The new one's very good. It dead set is. This what? is like the saddest song of all time, nearly. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the lyrics. It's nice though. He's it's, going, it's, I love this song. No, no, but it's just like. It's Are you just, just sitting in the? You're just sitting in the pool. I can just see you just, like in a little. You know, ring in the pool, just going. A floaty. Yeah, I, love. I, so <laughs> I love this song. No, it's just. I got no, I got no melody, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually sad as. Yeah, I know, but I think it's a nice song. Mm, personally, it's, it's, not not that not that most of her songs aren't. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. I wish things had worked out. They're all that song. All right, race three. And by the way, I was listening to. I've had a few people tell me about the Omicron variant and say, "How did they come up with that name?" It's simply the 15th letter of the Greek alphabet. They're not sitting around like naming horses. Like Coming up with names. What, what, what are we going to call the next variant of uh, COVID? It's just the 15th letter of the Greek alphabet. So there's going to be a rho at some point. There might be a sigma, an epsilon at some point. So they're not, they're not stuffing around with you. Right, race three. I read this wrong. I so I said this was a uh, battle. Well, I, I see this as a battle between uh, potential and performance. And I thought that Just Hope would be the one that they'd stuff the price up with, but they stuffed the price up with Relentless Me instead. And I don't understand how this is happening. The only, the only thing that makes me believe that they've gone with Relentless Me to go $15, God bless, is Brittany Lee O'Brien. Brittany O'Brien, basically, and they've gone, well, okay, it, you know, I don't... I don't know. I don't know those colours so well, whatever. So only two of them made it through to their Breeders' Crown final and that they were Relentless Me and Just Hope and Relentless Me was considered the better hope of the two. I I think we both suspected, certainly I did when I wrote the burning questions that Interject would have come up relatively short here. But and, and look, not a knock on the potential here for the sister of Mate Mine Cullen. She's clearly got a lot of potential, but I don't want to take a seventy because... Green, gate one, I don't think is going to suit. There's things against. Yeah, she could easily be three three pegs here. If she doesn't have a whole heap of gate speed, goes a little bit rocky, you know, it's only her third ever race start. If Relentless Me is able to get across and Relentless Me has handed up previously, so do they want to lead? They also have led, so I wouldn't be surprised at either. But if they want to hand up to a horse like Just Hope, or Just Hope just has the pure speed like we saw in that Breeders' Crown to get across. Even Dunny was talking about my Corona baby coming out. Yes, it'll come out for 50. So there could be plenty of um, plenty of speed on early and all of a sudden interjects three pegs. And 
as good as she may be, it just makes things a little bit sticky because she's got to wait for that sprint lane and then sprint that hard to get past them. So seventy very short. In saying that, I've got her on top because I think she she does have that potential and she looks to be a very good horse. And you had that confirmed by Emma and Clayton, like you said, when you were out at the farm. So she goes on top for me, ahead of Relentless Me, who definitely was the bet in the race. Um, had to do a bit of work early in that Breeders' Crown final. Didn't have much go right. She was predominant in the heat and the semi. Uh, she's a, a yeah, a filly with a lot of ability. So I think if she can get across early, um, she's going to run a really good race. Come say hi, took out the, the Breeders' Crown Silver Series after leading. Um, tricky here, draws behind Interject. If it can be three pegs again, I think can be running into a place. And Just Hope has that good gate speed. If she can get across, um, yeah, again, she's a, a massive winning chance. So it's definitely a more open race, I think, than the market suggests. But um, each way relentless me would be the way that I would be playing. One, two, eight, and four. One, two, eight, and four. Hey, JD, should I be worried that I'm about to be logged out of Zeta in one minute and 21 seconds? Or, you know. Nah, that's probably not a real issue. I mean, I don't deal, I mean, I don't deal a lot in Zeta. I'm just, when, I, when I see a warning signal like that, I just want to know that everything's going to be okay. Nah, don't stress. I've got it all sorted. Don't worry. Right I don't stress that often. No. I feel like just you're asking the question. I feel like you're a bit stressed. Yeah, I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm sweating bullets. Yeah. yeah. Still, um, still sad about last night's pool game. Wasn't it my best? Still a bit salty. <laughs> and he's it? too loved down the music too quiz, too. It hasn't been a good 24 quiz. hours. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you, I will win. I will, I'll put 2,000 on myself. You know why? Because if I ever get robbed, I fight back. All those months ago, he told us he was the best athlete among SEN track. And oh, I just fact. knocked him off at that's his fact. pet event. Tried, tried to get you, tried to get an arm wrestle with you, and no. all of a sudden you, I told you, you I'm run never into doing the it. toilet and you're hidden in the cubicle for I'm about 25 minutes. Never doing it after the Wendell Sailor thing. I told you. Uh, I, look, I'm pretty strong. I'm not Wendell Sailor. Right, I've gone four, two, one, and eight. I probably nearly could have gone two, four, one, and eight, uh, but I thought the Just Hope would be the one that they'd probably miss. There's a chance that Just Hope might just have the speed. But there's going to be a lot going on here. I'll be honest with you. I don't think Interject's going to end up on the pegs at all. I think that. So Greg Sugars is driving. Well, yep, this he's a... that way. He must be doing a flying. This is this is a, this is a fair effort from the candy man. Mm. He's up in Sydney. He's going to fly back mm-hmm. uh, for Saturday night racing, and then head back up for Sunday and uh, try and qualify triple eight. And he's got the uh, Sierra and a couple of others. I think a couple of trotters in the uh, in the intermediate qualifiers. We reckon we work hard. Please, that's uh, <laughs> astonishing stuff. Uh, I don't think I don't think she'll end up there because I think she'll come out. I don't think they'll even have any sort of crack at all. There'll be horses flying past like ships in the night, and it'll and you'll just get off the inside because I don't, I don't think she's the kind of horse she wanted to hang out quite badly. I don't think she'll want to be on the inside because I don't think she'll go back to the sprint lane. Um, so I just think they'll let they'll let the others go and then come off the inside here. Come say hi. I've got in for fourth. Uh, really good win last start in the silver of the British Crown, but like I say. I think the way this race will be run, it's going to be quite frenetic, quite strongly run, and I want to be with the ones that I know have been there and done that and know how to do it. So uh, four, two, one, and eight for me. We'll quickly get through race four on the card before we go to our next break. Tornado Valley, what an interesting story. Uh, we'll pass the million dollar mark. All things being equal, um, I was uh, a little bit cheeky with Andy. I think asking whether this was a victory lap for a for the millionaire or whether he was there to win. I got to tell you, I don't think he will win. Okay. I mean, I I, I basically look at his last three runs. He's a champion, hundred percent champion, and deserves to be a millionaire, and deserves everybody to to recognise him. And I I I think he deserves a massive round of applause once he uh, once he goes past the line first. Are they catching your eye? Very animated in the background. No, I'm getting it in my ear. <laughs> JD's conversation. <laughs> what are you talking about, JD? Because it, it certainly made Skeeter smile. No, I'm only catching the, every third word. Don't stress. <laughs> and then we, yeah, and then we, yeah, and then we, no, and then Sorry, after that Skeeter. we, yeah. Anyway, right, Tornado um, Valley. Tornado yeah. Valley. I, I reckon if you go through his last three runs, yeah. none of them would be good enough to win this. So, so you can yeah. say, I know how good this horse is, but at the same time, and he will lead. But at the same time, form's got to count for something, and the last none of those runs would win this race. No, but I think last start he was he looked like he was just travelling so well, and Andy even said that he was went from travelling to nothing. But there was there was excuses, there were reasons for that. So there were, and, and and yeah, what guarantee <laughs> we got that there won't be reasons this well, time? Around? Well, we don't, I suppose. I, I read the stewards' report last time. It was like 
Uh, well, that was his first run without a trial, and he'll, and he'll benefit from the run. Well, he never had another run that preparation, and now he's first up again without a trial. Okay, well, I've got more confidence in the horse than okay. you. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. But, um, <laughs> I yeah, I just I just think we can yeah, he can find the top. And what price um, should he be? Uh, uh you doing bells? Ah, oh, eh, ah, two twenty. All right, okay. Yep. Yeah, I think that's about right. Maybe two fifty. So, look, I've got him on top ahead of Powder Keg, who was an excellent winner last time out. Has been uh, going really well his past couple. And in his current form, yeah, he could absolutely spoil the party, usually given time to balance up. So I don't think they'll be getting too involved in the early speed battle. Sundance Courage really turned uh, turned his form around, was a massive improver last start to show the best version of himself. He's always shown he's capable of that, but um, yeah, he, he was back to his best last time and a similar performance would have him right in this. And Elder Baron Tess, very talented mare, made a mistake last time. She isn't foolproof just yet. That's a slight concern with her, but she's got plenty of X factor. So I think she is a mare that's going to continue to get better with racing. There's no doubt about that, but she's shown enough to suggest that she'll be right in this. And again, first fours, if you're playing that way, I would include fling it and wing it because, um, did trial pretty well up there at Shepparton with the paces and, uh, was charging up behind them on, on their backs in the latest trials. So, um, first start for new connections and one I would include uh, if you're playing first fours, four, five, seven and six. Fling it and wing it. Um, I'm going to go six, five, four and seven. I'm basically just taking form over reputation here. I think Elder Baron Tess, if she trots all the way on form, could sit parked and beat Tornado Valley. I'm, I'm happy. If he goes out there and blows them away and we see the Tornado Valley evolve, I think everyone will be happy. I'll, 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 I will stay out of this race largely apart from maybe early quaddies, but I just, yeah, look, he can't be the price. He can't be a dollar forty, dollar fifty mark. Uh, Powder keg's absolutely flying. I think he, this is actually, you know, penny drops up there in New South Wales, but Powder keg's actually one of the better stories going around at the moment, I reckon, because Lisa Miles, you know, I think people gave up on him and thought, okay, you look like a nice horse coming through as a three-year-old, but, you know, you've derailed. And she was just being incredibly patient. And now he is at the level where he can beat Tornado Tornado Valley home. I've got him in for third and Sundon's Courage for fourth. The problem for Sundon's Courage is, and again, read the stewards' report and Mick Bellman said, well, he raced a much better driven cold, which we've all known forever. Gate seven, that means you've got to go all the way back. You're probably nearly last. Uh, but who knows? I will also say as well, sorry, I just cut no. you off a little bit there, but um, Toc did a, a fantastic video on Tornado Valley yesterday, uh, Wednesday maybe with Andy, and Andy speaking about the horse and, you know, from start to finish. And it was, yeah, a really cool little um, clip that's on the on the social channels for anyone that hasn't seen it. Beautiful. Facebook and Twitter. Yep. And uh, the trots.com.au, six, five, four, and seven for me. Back on the Christmas party topic, sorry. Did Jay Bond get challenged to any arm wrestles last night? Mitch from Mount Gambier. Mitch and Charles from Mount Gambier have both qualified, I reckon. Uh, uh, man and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend. They've both qualified for a chance to get a 1% share of the SEN representative for the Phoenix on December 18 on Saturday night. So that's so going to be, be a pitch battle between the family. That'd be 2%. Well, they can only get. Yeah, they both. They won't. They only you one, said you said only, they only, both got it. Only only one can win. Yeah, but you said they. Both I'll, t- I'll talk you through it later, <laughs> JD. Um, no, because no one will take me. I, like I was walking around the room asking if anybody would arm wrestle, and nobody. Who does that though? Who walks up to people? You want to arm wrestle? I'll tell you right now, Bond does. Bond does. Oi, you want to arm wrestle? Yeah, let's do it. That's why. That's why you gave me a vote, mate. Time to go for a break. <laughs> You're listening to the Friday Form Panel and watching the Friday Form Panel on SEN Track and also Trots Vision will be back very soon. And I promise the fight back in the music quiz is about to begin. This will stop you in your tracks. On Trots Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Nikita. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, bang. Bang. No, 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 no. one. Two. It's Ali Goulding. Is it Ali Goulding? Yeah. Yep. Burn? Yep. She's got that would be clean ill. Right, now keep it going, actually. I'm in the mood. What a tune. I think Ali Goulding went to school with you yet. 
What? Xavier? She's one of these massive, like, private school kids. I'm into an all boys school, mate. That's why you turned out like that. All right, so race, uh, oh, Um, explains a lot. I'm just, it's it's all ticking over. um, Race five. Moo's been having a conversation with himself because he's been messaging you with no response. Ah. So. Hi, Moo. (laughs) How you going, Moo? The the phone is MIA as is the laptop, Moo, so that's. um, Phone's not MIA, it's just dead. Yeah. As am I. Race five, first leg of the quaddy at Tabcor Park, Melton to uh, tomorrow night. My favourite. I, I, I told you. I told you he was a good horse. I told you from the start. Dennis William. He's found his zone. He's found his mojo. And again, uh, a little bit like Lisa Moles with Powder Keg. Simone Walker's just taken her time. He's only four. Like, it feels like Dennis William's six, doesn't it? And like, and he's disappointed for years. And he's like this, this horrible underperformer. But he's not. I, I put the big raps in. I think a few other people around the traps probably did too who uh, don't have to get on radio and uh, say it all the time. But he's a good horse, Dennis William. And I know that Simone believes he can go over a trip, but really the evidence at the moment says he's a short court. Like he's very good at the short. I think he's proved in more recent times that he's versatile as well, Bon. Like, I, I think he's not a one-trick pony. He's well, he's won, those, he's won three of his last five all different ways. Yeah, that's right. He's developed that and, and his ring craft's becoming, you know, better the more he's raced. So, um, yeah, look, he, he does does go on top for me. Dollar eighty-five. Do you think? What did you mark him? Uh, more than that. I think I marked him $2 around $2, you did, $2 yeah. yeah. So there's, there's not a lot. Like, I, I, to be honest... I wouldn't launch into him at a dollar. He's not the kind of horse yet because I still don't think he's 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 still a long way from the finished product. So I wouldn't launch into him at a dollar eighty five. But I think he's the one to beat. Yep, so do I. So I've got him on top, head of Let's Rock Let's Roll, who was really good last time out. Does that Aussie Battler lead over the short trip uh, or potentially take cover and hand up to it to the stable mate? Him, would you mind if if they're there? You know that is the question mm. because if. Let's Rock, Let's Roll is behind Aussie Battler. We know the turn of foot that he has. If Aussie Battler can get Let's Rock, Let's Roll to the sprint lane. There's a lot of ifs there. I know. That's why he's in for second. Mm. <laughs> not not on top because he is going to need a fraction of luck. He's not, um, he, he can't make his own luck like a horse like Dennis. That was, a bit, that, that was a bit of a, a, um, a shooting start performance last time as well. I mean, we know how good he can be, but he, he's been treading water pretty badly and then he really caught the eye last start. Mm. So if he does that I, again, I just think he's going to he's going to get mm. his perfect trip. Don't yep. do nothing and come with one run. So can spoil the Dennis William party if all things work out. But he's going to need that. Uh, I'm not 100 percent where would you mind he's at at the moment. It was a, a sprint home last time out, but I probably still expect a, a fraction more from him. Uh, but he's still in with a chance. And iconic major didn't have stacks go right last time. He again can be a fraction hit and miss. It feels like there's a race where. Horses can mix their form a little Getting bit. Getting very in this. fractional. You're in a decimal mood here. Everyone's a fraction. He's a fraction short. He's a fraction. Uh, he's a fraction quick. He's a fraction hit and miss. But uh, well, I, I, I'll say my piece in a Not, minute. But nine I, eight three four bond. I actually think he's clearly the danger. I reckon that run last up was just a oh, it's just a mess, wasn't it? Go forward, go back, try and run home when, when they get going. I. I think it's Dennis William, iconic major. If you want to have a bet on Dennis William, maybe in the quarters I would have four or nine and say they they are the top two and then let's rock, let's roll and uh, and would you mind? What, what are you laughing at? What's happening? <laughs> I mean, because I can hear JD, I just heard him do a oh, massive sorry. yawn. <laughs> sorry. I'll stay away from He's the really Are we entertaining you or not? He's really struggling. Yeah, okay. you, you, you guys are always entertaining. I love both of you. But, do you um, want to do magic tricks in here? Yeah. Belly he, dance? What do you a, want? Apologies. He's on Struggle Street. Um, it's a Friday. I can, I, I can tell you. You got home early. Anyway. Uh, steel it's not, a, not a contest, mate. Uh, <laughs> everything's got me. Uh, steel Street. So, Jimmy Herbertson, a love bug, has done this before. I reckon on a... Funny front line for gate speed. Still screens is going to have a lash and might get across. Mm-hmm. And if he does, I kind of want to throw him into the staggers for the for the quaddies as well. So four and nine, and then eight, three, six. Do I want to go any deep in that if I was playing staggers? Let me have a look. Uh, I've got seven into my next big. No. 
I don't think John Luke can win. So eight, three, and six, I would include because I think I think the love bug. Do you ever think to yourself sometimes when you say things on radio like this that, like Jimmy Herbertson's listening and going, "You're an absolute asshole, Bond." Like I was gonna have a, I was gonna, I was gonna have a crack, and now you have totally spoiled it. Uh, they might have, he might have said the first line just. Just so you're an asshole. <laughs> I think you're a bit of an asshole at the moment. Um, uh, now I'm going. Uh, I'm going nine, four, eight, and three as my numbers in race five on the card. We'll get Moo up pretty soon. We're going to go to the news as well, but we'll get through race six quickly. Before that, it's the second of the youthful stakes. It's time for the baby boys, the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. What has Kafaji actually come up? Dollar twenty. It has not. It has. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, that is dollar twenty two. Quite honestly, that like is that not stupid? Look, it's, it's very short, but I think he's the best horse in the race. He's he didn't even make the final of his British Grand Prix yeah, because he broke. Interest free won a semi final. Yeah, yep. And it's ten dollars. Ten dollars, yeah. Kafaji's done this before. I think Kafaji will win, but Kafaji's done this before, where he show, where he's put in a massive performance and said, "I'm a real, I'm a really good horse," and then. Not going on with it. He can't be a dollar twenty two. Well, he is a dollar twenty two. No, he can be because yeah, he, is. he is. That's that's insane. Yeah, it, look, it's short. It's it's not really a betting option, is it? So you'd have to be looking elsewhere. Um, you know, a dollar ninety five. The place interest free is probably the way I would go if I was going to have a bet in the race because one hundred. Um, yeah. So another big man's come up second favourite, um, and interest free third favourite. But another big man. I'm going going with Kapaji. Um, that was some kind of run to take out the the two year old Breeders' Crown series. Um, obviously he, as we mentioned, he broke in the heat, which ruled him out of the final. But he would have absolutely been in that. So there's no doubt he's got some serious ability. And I think if he does everything right, he's going to be very hard to beat. Interest me, uh, interest free. Sorry, as you mentioned, took out that Breeders' Crown semi. Uh, which is a pretty strong form line. So despite the second row draw, he goes in for second. Another big man, developing each time, gets the good draw here, so goes in for third. And Hot Deal has taken on the older horses at his past couple. I think he's still learning what it's all about. And, um, yeah, I think he probably looks a tougher horse and faster on what we've seen, but he's won four from nine, so I think he's got to be respected. Six, ten, two and eight. I am going, uh, for my numbers here, very similar. I'm going six, 10, 2, and 9. But look, I'll tell you if there was one, it's hard to work out. There's a number of horses here who are racing well in lower grade. Ugachaka. I was very impressed with the, that fresh win by Ugachaka. Uh, and uh, Jack Kendall's done a pretty good. John. John and Jack are the same name. Yeah, John and Jack are the same name. Um, <laughs> Jack Kendall. Yeah, your name's John. Do you get called Jack? Like, I know people get called Jack, John. Not once in my life have I ever been called Jack. Jack because and, Jack and John not, are literally the same name. It is not my name. <laughs> no. I was not born Jack. I was not born Jack John Donahoe. You know, no, you were, you, you were born Jimmy Donahue, so it doesn't, you don't care. Oh, wow. Well, now, um, now you're making an Irish gag, are you? Real r- low blow by you. He's not even like. Did you know him, Marsh? You, you lived there for like twelve days, and then you came over here, right? So two, two years. Jack Kendall has uh, it's fifty one dollars and five. I don't know if you can back it, but I tell you what, interest free. I don't, I wouldn't even be going straight at the place. I, as much as I think Kavaji will win the race, another big man leads hands up to Kavaji. Interest free, just that is honestly insane. That interest free, who won at semi final going. Where is it? 55 flat at Melton. I know it came off the speed. It got a little bit of luck on that occasion. Second in the heat. Fifth in the final to catch a wave. And it's 10 bucks. Please, get out of town. It's clear second pick of the one to, the one to back in the race. And then uh, third pick is another big man. A small chance of winning. And Celestio Matuka in for fourth. But it's under at $11. Let's go and find out what's happening in the news. And Omicron and all the rest. Come back and we'll talk to Moo Sidebottom. Um, hi, Moo. Sorry for not getting back to you. We'll talk to you soon. Live around Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Jason, apologise, One Republic. No, Timberland, isn't it? It's, it's, no, it's Timberland and One Republic. Yeah. It's, um, Too late! 
sold out. Well, it is, yeah. It's Timberland featuring. Like the He's got Four it. One. You got the point. Three one. You got the point. Four one. Who are you? Who have you become? Sorry. It is. Three. You're like Ma- Frankenstein, you're like a monster I create. Like, Skeen, usually, usually, sorry, usually yeah, I would one. be right there next to you, like just agreeing with you with that. Sorry, three one. Sorry, it's still a, it's still a, a lead that cannot be caught. No, wait, 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 wait a second. If you show the same, same. Quickly before we got moo, we go to moo. I want people to text in. We had this argument off air in the break. Is mm. Jack and John the same name? Like, hey, hey by, by the way, text it. They're different names. Text it if you like. Um, although now usually treated as a distinct name, the name Jack was originally a diminutive of John, from the Dutch nickname Janken. Jack like, was a nickname for the more formal. Jack was basically a nickname for John. Yeah, but it's not a. It's not a Edward Ted. It's not a shortened. Yeah. A diminutive. It's or a, a, it, yeah. Timothy Tim. It's not that. I don't think. I think they're two I mean, separate t- t- names. They no. Jack has become a distinct name, but it is a diminutive. Like it's a. Is that Jack, the same Jack as Harry Ken- and Henry? Like, like John, 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 John F. Kennedy was Jack Kennedy. Or a William Bill. Like that's that is the same name. Or a Jason Eric. Yes, yeah, so it's the that same is as a Jason Eric. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Moo. Uh, hi, Moo. How are you, mate? Oh, it's nice to finally hear your voice, Vaughn. Uh, I've been uh, messaging you all morning yeah. and, uh, and no reply. Luckily, Skeet's there with you and uh, I found out that I'm coming on 11.30. So. I wonder why the cops came to my house, actually. They're knocking on the door for a welfare check and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? And they said, um, some scrunchy bloke sent us. And I was like, look, uh-huh. you've got to go. You've got to go. Desi G's not going to be happy here. Um, Geelong tonight, what have you found for us, Moo Man? Um... I didn't really love the meeting, but I've come up with these three and I'm hoping for a little drift with a couple of them. So we'll kick it off with race two. Really good race for the two-year-old trotters here. And yeah, you can follow quite a few of these going forward. Um, Baratini, Elder Baron Boyd, Freemarks, Tilly and More Wanted, um, all very nice trotters. Actually siding with Freemarks Tilly here. Um, it was a nice soft win on debut. It'll have to go a lot quicker here because it's a much better field. Um, but I don't think we've seen the bottom of this trotter yet and uh, has a, has quite a big future, I think. Um, $3.30 at the moment. I don't think it gets back in. I think we'll wait and back it on jump and we might get $4 plus um, just because it's taking on such a quality field. Um, next one, race four, number seven. Um, which has actually come in a fair bit since I backed it this morning. Uh, opened, you got on this time. Seven, opened $17. Uh, Rain, Rainbow Send or Rainbow's End. I'm not sure how, how it's pronounced, but um, nice debut out the back. Um, ran some solid sectionals home in a, in a race that didn't really suit the back markers. So uh, has trialled well since. Uh, I actually think... It is the better of the two stable mates. Um, Alfred drives Leave Your Hat On, which opened a fair bit shorter than Rainbow's End. Um, yeah, $6 now. We'll need a little bit of luck, um, as in pace on early. Non-parial, it's trialled nicely, first starter for the uh, Tubbs camp. Um, but, yeah, if there's any pace on early, Rainbow's End will be running on very strongly. $6 there. And we go to race eight. Um Sort of hard to back this on face value on its last start, but I actually like the horse and think it's got a lot of scope. Um, and that's, I like the driver change. Jack Law goes on. Rocco Americano. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it led, I think it finds the pegs here again, um, which is a pretty big thing at Geelong. Um, sort of plays a little bit like Bendigo. Um, big, big pegs advantage. So, think it gets there first um, and from there it can uh, he can decide what he wants to do but yeah I think this is going to be a nice horse going forward if it does everything right it is right in this race Rocco Americano at 370. Beautifully bred of course out of Wyomaya McRae and uh, yeah I think I, I think you're a spot on the money there I think 370 is a good price and I, I'd like to get can, can you give me 200 that it's Rainbow's End not Rainbow Send. Like, Rainbow Send makes no sense. Rainbow's End, yes, I can get that. But Rainbow Send, but I can't back that, unfortunately. They're not giving well, me a market on that. 
let's get a little gap in there then. When when you're naming horses, can you put a put a space in there? Uh, love in a Chevy. It's a major surprise. Like it, it, it's it's a very difficult game. Isn't it? Uh, oh. Are you are you campaigning? Are you out there with placards to say get apostrophes back in harness racing names or what? What do you reckon, Moo? Yeah, why not? Why not? Sometimes, uh, sometimes they reach the allocated amount of letters, so they can't do it. I understand that, but please. Can I ask you, by the way, unlike me, you sound absolutely fresh as a daisy. You've bounced back superbly well over the last little while. Like you, you've come on, you've just had a little freshen up. We've given you seven days in the paddock, and you've done uh, a great job. You sound tip top. Give me a name that you have tried to name a horse that hasn't gotten through, that you've been dirty on. Uh, I don't know. Have you, 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 surely you've been involved in trying to name them before. Um, yeah, well, actually, I've tried. I've owned a greyhound before, and uh, I've put in four names, and none of them got through. They yeah. weren't rude names or anything. And then uh, it, the trainers ended up calling it Little Sidey. Oh, really? I've heard of that. Yeah. I think I've yeah. heard of it. Little Sidey. Um, one, of the, one of the quickest greyhounds going around. You would have heard of it, wouldn't you? Uh, it's an absolute peak, by the way. But um, uh, and, and on that note, you know what we're going to say? What? Thanks for your time, little sidey. And we'll talk to you next week, little sidey, all right? <laughs> no drama, fine. There's Mitch Sidebottom, doesn't he? Sit like He's actually, he makes me want to go outside and go for a run. He sounds sprightly. Let's go for a break, come back and continue the Friday form panel. You're watching on Trot's Vision and you're listening on SEN Track. We're going to f- try and find you some more winners and uh, I am going to fight back in the music quiz, and I reckon Skeet's going to continue to be a smart ass. But that's, that's how I see the rest of the show going. Au revoir. Break. Next time you're away fishing on. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Jason. Nikita. Yeah, Jace. 10. Just stop it. Could you? I, I'm sick of this rule. Let, let me get it ahead in my head. Why? You can't take an hour to get this. Four, Timer. three. Had two. a bad, bad day. You know the artist. Huh? You know the artist. That's something. Daniel Beddingfield? Never say Daniel Beddingfield. Daniel Beddingfield. I love Daniel Beddingfield. He's, it, what's that Daniel Beddingfield song? It's a ripper. Um, Gotta get through this. You gotta get through this. You gotta get, gotta take my mind off of you. So, baby, Right. I've literally never heard of that song in my life. Don't be a child. I've never heard of Daniel Beddingfield. Yes, you have. Natasha and Daniel. Yeah, I know Natasha. Oh, you know Natasha, do you? Yeah. I bet you do. We go out golfing on Tuesday. Anti penultimate race in the program at the Tabcourt Park Mountain tomorrow night. I'm gonna square this up and then we're gonna get over a tie break. No, we're not. I knew well, this would happen. If I square it up, you can't. I knew it would happen. There's one break left. No, there's not. No, there's yep. not. We're done. It's hard That's out. That's it. Come I thought you said there was one more break. No, that was, that was the last it. break. No, we'll, still... we'll be doing no. it again. No. Race seven. Um, uh, Julie, you know, so I think it was six, seven, seven weeks ago that Julie B. Sylvester led at Ballarat and Supreme Dominator was 1-1 and came out after him, reeled him in. Both horses have improved since then, but it's hard to measure exactly how much both of it both have improved. They're definitely both better horses, yep. at least in my opinion. When I looked at the race again, I'm like, well, Julie B. Sylvester probably wins the race. He's going to get a very soft, easy lead here. But I can't get out of my head the fact that Supreme Dominator was able to get him comfortably then. And I, I've narrowly gone his way again. Yeah, look, my my opinion has changed since I uh, opened Harness.org this morning and saw that um, Sir Lennox out, so Santa Casa Beach gets a run. So... I, I think they're probably going to kick up, and it did look a really easy lead for Jellyby Sylvester. But what? Five bucks, Supreme Dominator. Yeah, that's good. Have yeah. you got? Have you got it on top? Yes. Yeah, I do. that's that's a price, isn't yeah. it? You well, already had a bet, haven't so. you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the way you look at me, Aaron, you've, you've had a bet already. <laughs> I, I told you I had a few bets late last night. Um, yeah. So look, I I'm not. I, I don't think it changes. It makes it harder for Jellyby Sylvester, I think, with Santa Casa Beach getting a run. But I, I don't think it changes things for Supreme Dominator because I don't think he was getting the top anyway. So I think they'll probably just push forward, um, hope to get some cover, maybe 1-1 with Supreme Dominator. And, um, yeah, I think he's really found his form lately. Obviously, narrowly went down to Tango Tara last time out in a really quick last quarter. So 
Um, I think if he doesn't have to go out too early, that's my only concern. If he's in the running line and then the runs come from Bulletproof Boy, Burning Winkle and and Supreme Dominator's got to go early and those horses are on his back. That's probably my, my only that's where you try. That's where you look at the driver and you, you trust the love bug to make the right decision, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So have com- confidence in Herb and um, he goes on top for me. Ahead of uh, ahead of Jellyby Sylvester, Bulletproof Boy goes in for third. Uh, super last time out. We know he can run some really good sectionals and he'll be running on late. Um, and I think he's a pretty good price. Have you got the prices there? Uh, yes. Bulletproof Boy, 17 and 4. And um, I've thrown in Tango in with Sierra for four. Takes on the boys here, but she's just so consistent. Has won seven of her past eight, albeit in easier races. But looking forward to, to seeing how she measures up second up from a break after winning nicely last time out. Um, but these races have been really hard and to sort out of late, and I think this is no exception. Bernie could win with the with the right run because he was really good last time out. It's just one of those things, whether it's going to be um, dominated by horses at the front or the horses from the back. So five, three, 12 and six. I believe Chelsea's plan is to win the Phoenix lot and the long awaited arm wrestle between Chelsea and Jay Bond will go down at the Phoenix. Mitch from Mount Gambia. I'm ready to go. I'll, I'll try to get something going. No, could get it. Could get a take last night. Um, prices are a little bit wild here, I reckon. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going with Supreme Dominator on top. Five, three, 12 and six, but ideal some magic even. I know it probably won't blast forward from the wide gate, but geez, going very well to be 23 bucks. Yep. I'd, I'd be having three bets in this race, straight out Supreme Dominator, and then one by three on Bulletproof Boy and Ideal Sub Magic. Race eight on the card is the second heat of the Gordon Rothko Memorial Championship Series, and this is the hardest race on the card. It's just, it's just a mess. I, like, I, I don't know where they're going to settle. I've got no idea. What do you reckon? Um, I like Springy Step as a horse. That's the only reason I've got it on top, but I'm not taking 240. Yeah, I've got it on top. I think I, I think it can probably find the top, work his way forward maybe. Really? I think. Okay. With with Yeah, it's a low-confidence race for me, really, really low-confidence race. So uh, first can up. you still hear JD like, yawning in the background there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I think cool. It's, I think it's breathing heavy. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Are you he's worried that he's dying? He has a white shirt on and his face is as white as his shirt today. Yeah, um, he's Irish. Look, I think I think they press forward potentially. The trial was pretty good and um, with not much confidence, bringing his step goes on top for mine. I've got a roughie. He's got my massive odds in for second Valachi, who's been going really well. Last two, last two what are you shaking your head at? No, like 100. I don't get how they oh. keep I, – I know it's not going to be easy for him, but I – yeah. I think I marked him in single figures and thought well, he's a bet in the race. Isn't yeah, he? he's twenty three and four twenties. I absolutely the way I would be playing here Flying. because um, he's probably got to go back from the draw and we'll need some speed on. But he's he's just racing in terrific Where form. I get it. This is this is no harder. Mister Kiwi wasn't super impressive, but got the job done in a much easier race. Could go well here. And I'm a shadow boxer. Has been super consistent. Worked home nicely last time out and won't be far away. Five seven three nine. I settled on the numbers. Uh, five, three, seven, and eight. So spring any step purely because I just like the horse. I think he's a progressive horse. Mr. Kiwi, Emma Stewart, one run here, wins. Um, could have done a lot more under the circumstances. Yes, speed dating was abbreviating the margin, but it was still a comfortable win. Valachi definitely the bet in the race. And all shook up's going pretty well. But the one clearly here. I'll tell you the other one. Harry Ovens can nearly cross a lot here at 31 and five. Uh, I wouldn't be ruling it out of a chance. Um, Josh Dickey getting some opportunities here in Victoria, which is good as well. But Valachi, the bet in the race for me. And the final race on the card, uh, our mate Bondi Lockdown, we were sort of tossing up on Bernie questions. What price would he be and w- how much confidence could you have? And uh, ultimately, $1.50, like, I think you'd win, gee, it's nice and short, though, for a horse who's coming back from two months away from the races. Especially with horses like Seb's Choice and American Dealer, who look the two... Um... <laughs> two runners that could challenge him on paper. Um, first time we've seen him since that big derby final. Just didn't have much luck throughout that series. No trial, but um, Aaron was pretty bullish with how he's working at home, I think, to suggest that he's going to run a forward race. It does get a little bit tricky if Seb's Choice is able to kick up and, and post him and he's got to has to sit parked. But, um, yeah, we know what a good horse he is. So he's on top for mine, ahead of American Dealer, who I think has been much better his last couple. It was well back in that super quick last half in the Breeders' Crown final. So this doesn't have the depth that that does. So balances up probably and then uh, pushes forward. And Seb's Choice, 
a huge winner of the Breeders' Grand Silver Series after missing the final on that. If he can bring that form, I think he goes in here with a chance. They're the clear top three ahead of um, Captain Wilson, who I've thrown in next. Five, six, four, two. I've got five, four, six, and one. I've got a funny feeling the way it'll turn out. There's a chance that Seb's choice might lead and, and post uh, Bondi lockdown, but I think it could end up a single file job here. Seb's choice across, hands up to Bondi lockdown, and that means American dealers cast under those circumstances can't win. Um, Seb's choice should be the second favourite. So five, four, six, and one. One more song? No, I've won. Another song? I've won. Quickly. No, I've just won. Just to see it. Just to... Is that none of Jason, Feliz Navidad. That's three all. No, you are such looks like a we're going. It looks like we're going to the next round. Hey, uh, sorry if you saw, my stick, saw me stick my tongue out. That was a tip as it, it happens because we're on camera now. Well done, Skeeter. Thanks, Bob. Uh, who's your, who, who are your other bets? You've had um, something on Supreme Dominator? Uh, Relentless Me, Supreme Dominator. Um, you're putting me on the, under the pump here. Um, I don't know. We're going to go anyway. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Been the Friday Form Panel. I'm all 